Podcast. This is episode 110. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, hey. Welcome back, everybody. And this is Bobby. We're back, just like Lewis said. We're back from the LA versus New York Red Bull game where we lost 3 to 2. 110 episodes, guys. Did you ever think we were going to get to this point? Alive? Yeah, alive. <laughs> After balls and beers, no. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I mean, I'm, I'm just surprised no one's gotten punched yet. I was going to say, I'm surprised we're still friends. <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're talking about alive <laughs> all right well i know we're, we're still friends if we're dead <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah that's true i, I would still <laughs> consider you uh, my friend after you die there you go i'm assuming oh, we'll, go we'll, first. Be, we'll be stuck in the soul stone <laughs> oh spoilers <laughs> uh all right so uh spoilers guys la lost to new york red bulls at home um let's uh let's 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 talk about the starting lineup a little bit. I think this is interesting enough. Uh, new formation for Siggy. Uh, yet again, another uh, new sort of formation. Uh, Gio, Siani, and Romney return to the starting 11. Um, I want to go one by one here. And we're going to start with Siani. Okay. How'd you guys feel about uh-huh. Scotty's game? Man of the match. <laughs> Man of the match for you? Man of the match for me. Hands down. I- you had a... He had a fantastic, great game. I thought he was really good in this game. I don't think he was man of the match. <laughs> Me and Lewis talked about it right after the game. We were like, dude, Siani. I don't, th- I don't think I would give him the man of the match either, but I, he, did, he, he did phenomenal. He did phenomenal. The whole game. I tweeted it, so I guess officially uh, LA's our house thought that that was a <laughs> oh, man of the match. All right. Well then, <laughs> well, low, well, then okay. I think it's, I think it's low <laughs> expectations, high, uh, you know, under-promise, no. over-deliver for okay. Siani. Oh, okay, I, 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 I can see where you're going with that because I, I didn't expect much from Siani, and yet the guy comes out beasting everybody, was all yep. over that back line. Yeah. Shut down. Yeah, the difference is just the way it was done. Right. Too, though. And like, I just think, honestly, I think he bossed that back, that back line. Yeah. He's the one he that stood out above everybody else, at mm. least defensively. Um, he seemed like he was leading, leading back yes, there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and certainly, like the between the, of the center backs, I think he was probably the better of the two. I think uh, Shelvick had one of his off games. Um, which is unfortunate, but uh, but let me go let me go back to my original thing. Uh, Dave Romney, what'd you guys think? Mm. A, a Dave Romney game, to be honest. He was put in. He he had to step in, and he did serviceable. I, I, I'm not gonna kill the guy, or um, you know, his performance for, for me. Man of the match. Yeah, I, Dave, I, thought I, thought, was, I thought Dave Romney was wow. really good. I thought he see. I can't say that because Romney, I I wasn't. He wasn't as visible to me yeah. as what Siani was doing throughout the entire ninety. He, but, man, like I mean, or not, he was subbed out. Let's later see. On. Here's the thing: like Romney generated a lot of offense for us. But that's that, that that's not any different than if you put Elcher in there or if you put Cole. Uh, that's what they do. They generate offense sure. on those wings. But, and sure, he he did what he was supposed to do. But like I said, as a defender, I want you to defend first and go forward second. And I think that goes back to expectations versus what you got. Because I think that Romney, we I, I think between the, the three of us, we all feel that Romney is a serviceable MLS player. Uh-huh. Wait. Whereas we felt like Siani is too old to well, to, to fit not. into MLS. And um, and not and not not very fast. But he did stand out. 
I thought, see, uh, what Bobby said, I thought he stood out. I, I saw that when there was danger in the back, Siani <clears throat> was always there. Mm-hmm. When there was yeah, like I could, uh, a breakaway, I'm sorry. it was, of all people, Siani who got back and saved it. Had yeah. just got enough yep. of a touch to, <clears throat> to disrupt the play and allow the defense to get back. Uh, I mean, there were so many moments. I mean, even the even the moment where we got the penalty, we got the penalty on us. I mean, he blocked that kick that that um they 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 decided to take. They stroke. They they took a strike. He um he blocked it with his back or whatever. He did so many he did so many things. And the thing is, when you were saying expectations versus um you know like you know how what were you saying? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> under promise, over deliver. Yeah, but he did the like I was saying the the way he did, the way he played the game was very intelligent. It didn't seem like luck. He was he was he was really working the game. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that his positioning and like as far as Siani, he he played smart. He was he he played a very smart game, and I agree. He was he was good, but I think that Dave Romney was just a bit better than Siani was on the night. And mainly because he did provide a lot of offense for us where we don't really think about Dave Romney as providing offense. I mean, he's he's stuck into a position that he hasn't really played before. He's played left back. He's played center back. He hasn't I don't recall him playing right back um, very often. Maybe he played once last season when one of our one of our three not right backs was injured um, or he came in late. And really, he played more like a center back than he did a right back. But I, I, I thought it was very good on the night. Um, Gio. Gio came back in the lineup. What did you guys think of Gio's performance? See, that one for me, and uh, this is bias, that what do I come to expect from Gio and what actually happens? And mm-hmm. uh, for what we expect from Gio, I thought he had a good game. From what we expect from Gio two years ago, he didn't have a good game. Um, the goal aside, um, but I thought this was probably one of his better games in quite a while, uh, not just because he scored for the first time in nearly a year, but also because I I felt that he was really trying to get involved in the offense. I, I felt that he really was making conscious effort to get involved with what the Galaxy uh, was uh, doing or trying to do. Um, there were a couple boneheaded things that I saw from him. But overall, I thought it was a pretty um, decent performance and probably one of his better performances in recent memory. But again, yeah, it has to it definitely it definitely is one of his better performance in recent memory. I mean, of course it is. It's not saying but much. I mean, but, yeah. yeah, it's not saying much. But it also, you know, the, the one thing that helped them as well is, you know, the team was actually connecting a little bit in order for them all to actually have an offensive minded um, attack and actually, tr- you know, have at least in the beginning of the, the the few minutes of the game, actually have some shots on goal and some some threats. Um, but he did fine. Again, you know, like it's funny. It's the opposite as as Siani to me. <laughs> you have higher expectations, so he came in performed. Well, he's supposed it was to okay. be much better. He was right. our <laughs> highest paid player. He's a DP. Yeah, yeah. For what yeah, he's supposed yeah. to be doing, he is still exactly. underperforming, but. but what we've come mm-hmm. to but see he's from him, from what we, yeah, yep. yeah, from from what we've what we've expected from him versus what we should be expecting from him. I thought that Gio had a good game. I thought he he disappeared for stretches like Gio does, mm-hmm. but he made an impact overall. Like even even in the 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 moments, you know, goal aside, as Lewis said, there was moments where he was creating and and uh, and and combining with with the the front three. With Ibra and Ola and um, 
an Alessandrini. But that, but that's a thing. I think that it's just those. It was a good plan of attack. Like they're st- they're starting to make that work. Yeah. S- slowly. Yeah. You know. I think um, what's interesting about about the game we're saying, you know, we're we're getting chances is that once again in the first half you're you're looking like the more dangerous side. Yet one quick counter. And you're what, quick, what? One quick one. Yeah, yeah. And you're down. And it was and it was early. Mm-hmm. It was it was um in the seventh. Seven it was because we were pressing so much. It's because we were pressing so much. And um it, it just uh, and of course, and of course it had to be Royer. Of course. The guy yeah. who's hit the post like hundred and four <laughs> times in you know the first eight games. Well, Mark Fishkin went on balls and beers last week and, and told us it, yeah. he was gonna he was gonna score. Yeah. And I knew it too because <laughs> well the, uh, you know, Galaxy and you know the counter jinx there. But, of course, it's Royer who gets his first goal and he finds the back of the net on his first shot. Um, and we're down early in the seventh minute. And Too early. It, 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 again, <coughs> it, it's those quick counters and you're leaking goals in too early or too late. I mean, it's never a good time to leak a goal anyway. But sure. it, it's just it, it's horrible because it, it, both goals I feel were scored. Both New York goals I feel were scored when the Galaxy probably had or le- at least looked to have the upper hand. And, um, mm-hmm. it, and it's just unfortunate that your your momentum or your rhythm that you're building or have built or trying to build just gets boom just stopped right there. And I think you saw it after that first goal. We're like, okay, we got this. We got this. We're pressing. We got it. Counterattack. And then we look lost for about half an hour. Yeah. Like stunned. Yeah. I, I don't I, I don't want to say we look lost because I do think that we had the the more of the possession in the first half. Um I mean, remember we went in in into the uh the half, went down one zero, and Galaxy had created quite a few chances at that point um in the first half. So I think that we were you know, we were just just really close to equalizing in the first half. I, I really do think we, we had were. moments, but so but they also had moments where they could have scored yeah, absolutely. on us as yeah, well absolutely. in that half. Yeah. I mean, we could have been down we could have been down five two or something, you know. Like the, I mean there was chances, posts. There was a lot of chances. Yeah, they uh, I think they did hit the post. Bingham made a couple saves. Um I don't want to say saves. Alessandrini had that goal called offside on on Ola mm-hmm. Ola was yeah. offside. Yeah, and that was immediately to, uh, after. Yeah. That was immediately after. So yeah, I, I agree that we still look good within the first fifteen minutes of the game. But after that, I, I it, there was this lull that we weren't able to connect any sort of pass. And well, I remember that's been the pattern. That's been the pattern right. is that the galaxy comes out, they try for the first fifteen minutes of the game to control the match and get a goal, and then they just kind of peter out. Yeah. Well, the the interesting thing is that I, I had um, I, I was with a bunch of coworkers. Uh, at the game and people that or most of them uh don't know too much about soccer aren't too soccer savvy um and one of the guys who I, i'm pretty sure that he doesn't like follow or know anything about soccer you know he, he made my, he made a sarcastic comment but he wasn't wrong he said why do the galaxy look like they've never played a game before because New York looks like they played together for a really long time, and it looks like this is the Galaxy's like first game. Wait, and that's, is this is this your through his eyes segment, Lewis? No, of course not. That's your segment. I was gonna I was gonna do that. I was gonna say that, Dave. And through, it's not through it, his eyes. And it's not through his, through eyes. his eyes. I got my own eyes. <laughs> and and I follow up with my segment if I say I'm gonna do a segment. Oh, okay. So here's the stalker's thought. <laughs> 
Yeah, I can do that. I can do that. Um, no, so he he makes that comment. I said to myself, you know what? That's an actually that's a very interesting comment that you just made for someone who really doesn't follow the sport or the team because in a way that's kind of true we can't connect passes right now we can't get forward um and it looked like that for a good portion of the of the first half uh after the first 15 minutes it's frustrating because when we do get the chances we're not finishing them and anything after that it's well we're not creating any chances at all and Mm -hmm. we're kind of like I don't want to say against the wall, but we're extremely vulnerable when that happens. And oh, I think I feel like it's against the wall most of the time. That's how I feel as a fan. Um, when we get scored on, I think overall, in situations. Like, overall, I think the stats will say a game that I kind of thought would be even. It's pretty close to it. Possession was pretty much fifty-fifty. Shots yeah. were, uh, I think, eleven to ten. Shots on target were five to six. Um, yeah. it, it's pretty even. It was a game that I thought that was going to be like that. I didn't think one team would be dominant over the other. Um, it would have mattered, or as I know every soccer game, it matters who actually finishes. But, you know, New York's um, inability to finish the last couple games, um, I thought was the X factor for me. They were able to finish. Um, and uh, we were down uh, 2-0. Uh, the second goal, by the way, came right after ha- halftime. So, yeah. a- mm-hmm. any again, a- any chance of starting the second half on the right foot and gaining momentum and regaining that rhythm, again, shot down real quick. Well, and it took the air out of the stadium real quick. Yeah, well, well, friend of, friend of the show, uh, Britt Fergal, actually brought this up to Ashley Cole before the game or, or in, in the days leading up to the game. She asked him, what's the team's defensive philosophy? And Ashley Cole said to concede two goals. You know, he said it jokingly, but what? that's exactly what happened. And then after that, that's really when the Galaxy started to, to, to start combining. Before we get into the Galaxy's side of the, the offense, um, I want to bring up a moment that happened in the first half. Um, really, really scary moment. Um, Leggett gets undercut. Um, Oh, uh, when he jumped up and he fell over the New York defender, I don't remember who it was now, but he he essentially fell right on his head, like his full weight mm-hmm. fell right on his head. Um, that's a play that could paralyze a guy. Yep. Yeah. Or kill um, you. Or 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 maybe you know in in a worse situation, yeah. kill him. Thankfully, Legend is okay. Um, we haven't heard from the Galaxy whether or not he's gonna see some time out because um, he was like trying to stretch his neck and like you know he immediately like grabbed his neck and his head like after we got up but well, i remember mean, that yeah i mean that was freaking crazy that, yeah well, and remember no, that no call no call at all and no. he rolled on it and he, uh, and he rolled on his neck and head when i like, first saw it um I, I was at the stadium when i first saw it I, I actually felt that the jet really really tried harder than he probably should have to grab that ball in the air I think, I mean, in the obscurity of the midfield, I think that, you know, if he's trying to get that in the penalty box, I would probably be a little bit more okay with it. When he was trying that hard to grab that ball in the in the air, in the obscurity of the midfield, it was kind of like, oh, what are you doing? Because my first reaction was like, oh, you really, really went out of your way to try to get that, and you almost hurt yourself. I never saw the replay, but I got to figure that, yeah, he was probably upended um, to, to some degree, and that's why he landed so awkwardly. Otherwise, he wouldn't have done that. But I think he really went above and beyond to try to grab a ball that... I don't want to say he shouldn't have tried that hard, but 
maybe overexerted himself um, for the situation. But yeah. that's just me. That's kind of what I saw. Yeah, just that was a bit of a. It was unnecessary to stretch stretch yourself right. that far right there right. in that location. Right, and but thank. But I think it was okay. because I think it was because the team was just so they they were just in fight mode because we were down. We were just down, so everybody was just going. They were, going I, haul, they were trying to haul ass. Which I can appreciate, by the way, and that's what uh, a fan really, ex- you know, could honestly only really expect from their players. Like, dude, give it a hundred percent. Show me that you're trying. Show me that you're willing to. Uh, to fight for every ball and that you're willing to, you know, lay it all on the line uh, for your yeah. team. And he's one that. of those guys, absolutely. And Leggett is definitely one of those guys. Uh, Alessandrini mm-hmm. is one of those guys. So yeah. we've come to respect the, those players, but, you know, um, should he have gotten hurt, obviously he still would have had our respect, but then we probably would have looked back and like, oh, dude, you probably should have, <laughs> you know, I mean, we said that, for that. We, had the, we had these comments last year too. I mean, I mean, it was for different reasons because they were trying to overcompensate for the team, but we were just like, oh, stop, stop, don't overexert yourself. We can't get any more injuries, you know? It's just like, just, just how they are. And here we are in 2018 and the injuries continue to pile up, but we'll talk about mm-hmm. that later. So second half, um, we come out and again a counterattack and New York scores yet again. Um, I- I'm at the stadium and you know I-, I personally felt like here we go again, you know because now you've got ever since the LAFC win, you went down to Kansas City at home, you went down to Atlanta home, and you're on your way to going down uh, against New York. Three home losses in a row and. You haven't scored in any of them. And I said to myself, oh, my God, here we go again. And, Bobby, you made it a point after the game that you said, you know what? I know it's a different season, but it's really starting to look like 2017 because there's a lot of similarities between what happened Mm -hmm. last year and this year. And you're right. There are a lot of parallels. Injuries. Um at this point of the season, I think we only have three more points than the 2017 Galaxy. So, so it's actually not too far off there. Uh, we'll get to this, but bad calls, bad decisions, uh, VAR screwing us over. Um, the games that we're quote-unquote supposed to win or could have won, we're, we're not getting the result uh, with, that, with the exception of maybe Vancouver and, uh, and LAFC. There were a lot of parallels. Um, I think the difference is this year there is, or at least up to this point, there seems to be chemistry. Yeah, in, in the locker room, and this would have, and this was already blowing up in the locker room in 2017. You're not seeing that this year. You're seeing more of a unified team. There's some togetherness. The guys having each other's backs. Yeah. You're seeing the guys really play with each other, for each other. Um, I think that's the difference. And I'm still not in panic mode because, as I said last week, you had an extremely tough schedule in April. You had three really tough teams in April. You had some tough games. Your schedule gets a lot lighter in the next couple months. And this is where I think you're going to be able to judge this team. If you're not winning the, these games that you're supposed to win, or at least get a result in, um, then we got a problem. But um, that being said, uh, oh, another parallel. Well, we can't win at home. 
So, mm-hmm. um, so, but, but as you said, we're not winning at home against teams that are better than us. Um, the, the, the thing about 2017 is that we couldn't be teams that were not better than us at home either. Well, there weren't many teams that weren't better than us. <laughs> That weren't better than us. At the still. end of the season, there was literally no team that was not better than us. <laughs> yeah, it, it was recorded in the record books. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. one one for the one for the ages for sure. Uh, let's talk about the Galaxy goal. Um, Alessandrini, sorry, not Alessandrini. Um, Zlatan. I don't, I don't know why I had such a hard time remembering his name. Uh, Zlatan beads Ola Kamara with. I have to say it, guys. A pasazo. What a pass. <laughs> I mean, that thing, that ball looked like one of those little Sphero, like, BB-8 things where, like, it, he would, like, Zlatan, like, kick the ball and then, like, remote-controlled the curve around the, the defender to get to Ola Kamara. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Very nice pass. Very nice pass. Yes, uh, absolutely. And, of course, Kamara um, does what we were all hoping uh, he brought. Yeah, he would bring to the team, and he scores his first Dang goal. Him. Since the very first uh, game against Portland, um, we find out that Kamara, <coughs> excuse me, has not been at one hundred percent healthy. Yeah, he mentioned uh, he mentioned that um, he's his hip, hip flexor has been bothering him uh, up until this week, and this is the first week where he's felt like he's been one hundred percent. No word from that at all from anybody. Uh, yeah, that's been quiet. That was that was the first time, and it seems like you know any news regarding Ola Kamara has been kept under wraps for some reason because even his contract extension apparently was when it was announced. Remember a few weeks ago, we said, Oh, all the Kamara got raised and he got a contract. So he, was extension. Used, he was injured around that time. No, 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 no. no. Um, he, he, he got a, a, an increased contract a few weeks ago, or at least the galaxy yeah, announcing he, that they did that. Um, apparently that happened before the season started. And oh, the so galaxy the just didn't announce on that. It. Yeah. So weird, weird that they're like keeping Ola Kamara stuff under wraps. It's super weird. But North North Korea Galaxy, man. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Shout, shout out Jose. I don't know. Um, so would that would that explain the lack of productivity in Ola Kamara? Because I don't from really, him. I was seeing uh, yeah. so Ola Kamara, like you said, Lewis. He he scores for the first time since the home opener. Um, we had another. We had another first time this this season. Um, Zlatan continuing to take corner kicks. Um, it was effective, but I think he's getting frustrated with the service that he's yep. getting uh, from from the corners. I mean, you know, Alessandrini's taking him, and and uh, in the in the last game when we saw him taking corner kicks, um, it was pretty apparent they that were it was better. like, yeah, it's like yeah, they were better. I mean, Zlatan's corners <laughs> were better. Um, but it was apparent in the in the Kansas City game, I think, or, the, or maybe it was the Atlanta game, where he was just like, "Okay, I'm just gonna do this myself." Um, yeah, because we were running out of time. Because yeah, because Alessandrini couldn't get past the first defender mm-hmm. um, on those corners. So he he took the corner kick again this time, and it was Romney who who nods it down, um, and Geo right place, right time, pokes it into the back of the net. Goal. goal geo first time in 11 months that that's is, uh that's some giassi's artist shit right there man <laughs> yeah, see, that, sounds, I mean, that is a horrible set to have Siggy, siggy's gonna put geo hut right back pretty soon <laughs> we need one. Oh my god no please no my god that, it just goes sideways he already plays super deep 
Oh, well, like the parallels, <laughs> I, you know, I'm starting to see them a lot more once these yeah. details start coming out. Geo to Austin. Oh my god. Um, Tell no, you, I mean, everything's when, the same. When your six foot five guy, just different names, is taking corner kicks when he should be receiving them, you got a problem. When you have mm-hmm. a target that's six foot five and they can get balls anywhere in the area, in his vicinity. Well, you but got he a, did. He did whiff on a wide open header. He did whiff on a wide open header. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta put that there too. I think I think part of it is he's still shaking a little bit of the rust off. I mean, remember he hadn't played in almost a year. Right, right, and almost um, in the amount of time that Gio hadn't scored, <laughs> Zlatan hadn't played. Um, <laughs> but it, it's true, it's true. Uh, no, I mean, eventually you're gonna. And because he's Slatan, he's going to have a lot of leeway here. He's going to have a huge, you know, not a safety net, but I mean, they're going to give him a lot of breaks. And he's already the leading goal scorer, so it's kind of hard to get mad at a guy who's, you know, your leading goal scorer. But mm-hmm. yeah, if you're Zlatan, you got to bury those. You got to bury those. Yeah. I'm sorry. You yeah. got to bury those. And it's not the first time. And again, we're blaming the rust, but he's he's got two 90, full 90 minute games under his belt. Uh, I think has I, it only I, been two? I think so. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So actually, was was the last the first one was an eighty minute something, and the last one was a ninety. The eighty uh, minute was just, Kansas City. Was it? Yeah. So it's been two and, games. And Atlanta so it's been two and games at yeah. And no. when does Lata come in? Look, for Kansas City? look. La he, he came in LAFC. Anyways, we made your point. Let's go. Okay. On. Okay. <laughs> All right. There we go. Let's not piss Bobby off. Well, no, 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 but but. But I, I, I see what you guys are saying. I mean, we're, I think we're all kind of on the same page with this. Um, Zlatan's getting a little antsy. Um, maybe some of that has to do with his teammates. Some of that has to do with himself. It's, you know, he, he's, he just, he's starting to get there. Well, I think he's playing a position that he probably wasn't expecting to play. I mean, you see how far deep he is. For a target striker, he shouldn't be but, the playmate. Well, he's not a target striker, though. It should be Kamara. And yeah. Kamara's on the wing, by the way. That's not how that's not how Zlatan has played in, in most of the teams he's been at. But he's he's actually more, more effective in the messy role, in the withdrawn nine. Or in the withdrawn striker and the, the, the false nine. That's where he's I think the most effective, where he can um not only dictate the run of play from a little bit, you know, deeper of a pocket, but you know, he can distribute and then make his cuts inside so it, it's an adjustment period for Zlatan for sure yeah it is and I think it is for everybody as well like I said we we, um, we talked about it and you'll hear it uh, the conversation that we had with uh, our guest uh, Jason Davis where we said that you know Allison Drini might be adjusting to a different role because he now is not the only go-to guy he yeah have so to, let's let's you have let's to, go to the uh, loose let's stop let's go to that segment so people can actually hear it all right that's good idea <laughs> yeah, okay, so let's go. This is our segment for Jason Davis. Think about it. Here's yeah. a question for you, real quick. Okay. Uh, you know, like I, I, I think LA is going to get some wins here or there. I, I don't think it's going to be, you know, uh, a wooden spoon season again. I, I can't say that with 100% confidence, guys, not to, mm-hmm. not to rain mm-hmm. on the parade here, but who is the, no. who is the player most likely to get roundhouse kicked by Zlatan first, uh, if you had to pick somebody in the current LA Galaxy roster, I, I just wonder if the frustration is starting to bubble. I know he's a good leader and everything, but it it seems as if he's getting a little antsy, guys. Um, 
we all were kind of assuming. assuming and hoping, actually, it w- would have been <laughs> yeah. Geo. <laughs> he's, yeah. but, he's, but he's too short for Zlatan to, to just kick right over his head. Also, yeah, yeah, right but, over but, his head. Um, but also the last honestly, few games with Gio, they have been connecting pretty yeah, the well. Last game they the, the last game, he, he um, seemed pretty decent, and he has been out with injuries. So you know, you can't hold too much uh, against Gio there. He does have to uh, get assimilated to the new formations and the new uh, addition mm-hmm. to the roster. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's frustration uh, starting to form around the Galaxy, but the difference between last year and this year, it looks like the locker room is united yeah. this season compared oh. to last season. And I think that that's going to play a big part. I think a, a, a lot of people have been saying that, look, we have a good team. And once we put it together, um, we're going to we're gonna be hard to beat. And, and you see that in spurts. Mm. You see that in, mm. in spurts for every single game that they are uh, a formidable opponent if they play a full 90 minutes. They got to play together. Yeah, they, they got to play, play together. together. But wouldn't um, it be a, wouldn't it be ironic? And I'm, I'm not saying I, I don't know that this is going to happen, but it, it doesn't seem out, outside the realm of possibility that Gio and Jana go to the World Cup, and it's it's Latan's team while they're gone, and suddenly the Galaxy mm-hmm. start putting it together. And then when they come back, Siggy's mm-hmm. got questions to answer. I still feel that it, it is now Latan's team. To be perfectly honest yeah. with you, yeah. And yeah. well, but I I mean, honest, with without and, the Dos Santos brothers in the lineup, things get well, a little bit easier. If I'm being perfectly fair, without Gio in the lineup, historically, we've been a better team. I think we need that box-to-box guy in Jonathan. I think we were missing him um, deeply for the New York game. Um, I I think we got a little hose, and it was our fault. We we allowed two counters um, uh, for the the two goals, and then the ref did the rest of the jobs. (laughs) But but I think going up against, uh, I think, Atlanta as well. I mean, we really missed him in the attack um, against Atlanta. A, a box, and we box still came out of that without a trashing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, as a general, I think he's fine. Geo just kind of seems to uh, be lost, kind of stuck in no man's land so, in, in, on this roster. So if Zlatan, if Zlatan tries to kick Geo, is he just going to phase through? Is, <laughs> like, is he going to phase through Geo? No, to be honest with you, and I'll, and I'll tell you guys right now, like last year, this is a 1,000% uh, a sure answer to your question, Jason. It's, you know, last year, if this was 2017 Galaxy, it's Jermaine Jones. Um, sure. <laughs> man, I would love to see that, by the way. Can we get him back just for like... A, no, just for that one no. Oh, you know, just, just no. for a training session. Sure, it'd just a like, training it, session. It'd be like Predator versus Arnold. Tell, tell, oh. tell JJ that he's playing for a spot in the roster. Send him out to training with Zlatan on the field, see what happens. <laughs> But to be honest with you, and, and maybe I'm, I'm going to catch some flack on this, um, right now it's looking like the guy who he's going to clash heads with is Alessandrini. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's funny. I, I was actually thinking, honestly, I was kind of thinking the exact same thing. Well, it was, it was because this last game, there was, there was a couple visible things where he was frustrated with yeah. him. It's been more than yeah. last I think last that, game. I'm not sure. But, if, but Alessandrini was better in this well, last game, though. You guys got to keep Here's the other thing, and I talk about this all the time. Zlatan's got gravity, right? The guy is a black hole in terms of the things that are drawn to him. Now, he can get free. Mm-hmm. He's obviously good at that. Alessandrini was the best player on the team last year. He was your MVP without any question mm-hmm. at all. And he was probably felt like he had to do everything, even with Gio, especially with Gio, the way he played. So this year now, Alessandrini's on the field thinking, I got to make it happen, except, oh, wait, there's this other guy, one of the best players in the world over the last decade and a half, who also thinks he has to do or needs the ball. And Alessandrini's brain hasn't clicked over to, I got to do this for Zlatan. 
Yeah, I think uh, I don't even think it's just for Zlatan. I think adding Kamara, adding two strikers True. that can that can pick up the slack. Um, he has to adjust his play where he's not doing everything. I think he still has that mentality that he feels he has to put this team on his back. Um, I, I think even with Jonathan, now that this is um, a new season and this is Siggy's uh, team and you can put the blame on him this season rather than the front office or whoever they decided to scapegoat last season, you can put it on Siggy. So he has a whole new mentality with Jonathan in there who now does become a more of a general role in the uh, yeah. in the midfield. Um, it almost looks like um, one of the frustrations that I had in this past game was that Allison Dream looked very one-dimensional going forward. And um, I'm not sure if that's a sophomore slump and uh, the league has figured out, like, hey, he only has this one move. If we take, you know, take him out of there, um, he yeah. can be pretty ineffective going uh, going up that, that, that wing. He's going to cut to the end line. Like, that's, yeah. that's his move. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's something that he's going to have to adjust to. Um, so I, I'm actually, uh, in the back of my head, I was thinking it might be Allison Jr. before anybody. But, um, yeah, that was my pick. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> no, sounds fun. Sounds like a good time. Hopefully it's nobody. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's nobody. Ho- hopefully the, the person that... Uh, well, wins need to happen. Yeah, That's yeah, why. Yeah, hopefully, hey, look. Ho- yeah, ho- hopefully my <laughs> prediction of uh, undefeated two months comes through. <laughs> that, that, uh, I, I'm, I'm unbiased, right? I'm, I'm, I'm neutral in all of this. The LA thing, the league in general. I try not to take any... But but MLS is better when the Galaxy are good. I really do believe that. Yeah. And if LAFC is going to be a threat to make the playoffs, I absolutely want the Galaxy to be in the mix. So I'm I'm all for them figuring this thing out. I, I, they have enough time to do it. We're only uh, we we just started in May. That there's definitely enough time. The season really doesn't start till like August. <laughs> so, uh, so I heard that last year. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. All right. <laughs> Did you guys hear Tikuru? I know you guys. I went to Neverland. <laughs> oh, it was a dream. Was that all a dream? <laughs> Maybe. Well, certainly, what is for me certainly a dream come true to have uh, Jason Davis on the show, a guy who who I've been listening to for a long time, um, in uh, in soccer circles. So so I'm really glad that he was able to join us and and uh, engage. I, I, you know, yeah, he was really great in balls and beers. Thank you for joining us in that show. Make sure you guys listen to that show as well this week because you'll hear a lot more of him. He was very uh, entertaining guest. I'll, obviously, I will recap this and reminisce at the end of the season, but uh, a little off topic here. Um, man, we've had some fantastic guests this, this year on our <laughs> podcast. It, yeah. it, it's, it's been surreal. It's been surreal uh, on a personal level. I, I never would have uh, imagined it, um, or at least realistically imagined it. And we've had some great guests. And like you said, holy shit, we've had Jason Davis. And we've had other guys uh, on on the show where like, really just get them <laughs> like yeah, it's yeah. been it's been really cool well let's let's come back from neverland a little bit here <laughs> let's come but, back from the from, I, the from the from the the neverland of, of a podcast where, where we never grow up but it was so fun i know i know but it's time to come back into reality and we have to talk about but i got a reality story here <laughs> we have, have to, to talk about we have to talk about the last thing that ha- that, that needs to be addressed in this game and On that is inspection at Eminem. and and that is the penalty um. No, hold on. <laughs> you have food in your mouth. <laughs> I, 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 Go, I'm David. Eat, take why it. Are you, you're, you're eating your. I'm eating the stones. stones. <laughs> okay. So, before the penalty, let's go ahead because there was another call before that. Talk about 
Zlatan's goal. The third Galaxy goal. Before the penalty was called. You're right. I forgot I forgot all about this. Ah, oh, hold on. Let me get some of these infinity stones. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I think that's the anger stone. Okay. Totally onside. Guy is onside. He's even. They he got, is even. Which means he's onside, onside. Which by definition means he is onside. And, and let me tell you something. There were some egregious calls this weekend across the league. It wasn't just this game. The 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 um if you guys watch the um the like uh you know you call it you make the call uh segment that Bobby Warshaw, former balls and beers guest, uh has, has on on MLSsoccer.com, they had to make it like double the length of the show that it normally is because there were so many if he calls in in across the league this okay. year, there was a, okay. I, I wanted to get into this later in yeah. in MLS recap and and oh, be okay. sure to, to 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 tune into that a little bit because um, I'll go into more detail. But in the Toronto game, Toronto Chicago, there were three VAR calls, all three of them for offside. All three of them they got wrong after reviewing VAR. Okay, so yeah, I, I kind of wanted to get a little the VAR controversy a little later, but okay, let's just do well, it. Well, no, 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 we can't come back to that because I want to talk about because I think that the next thing we're talking about is is also going to play into that. But this Zlatan goal, yes, it's absolutely offside, and and it's been it's been told by uh, Siggy, it's been told by uh, Kbax on uh, Corner of the Galaxy, and it's been told by Josh Kessman that the AR. On that sideline, looked nervous. He wasn't sure if he was going to make that offside call. If he was going to lift that flag, that was a late call. I think. I think Siggy said that the guy nearly dropped his flag because he didn't want to make the call, but he, it, you know, he he did, and there was no review. As 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 far as we know, there's no review. That is absolutely and Bobby, uh, what do you what do you make of this? What do I make of it? I don't know. Um, there's just yeah. This this past week has been kind of is is been, is is has pissed me off more with VAR before than I ever felt before because the VAR like again like you guys have said even the review reviews are being called wrong and it's just like wait no what right like, they're seeing it on screen and they're calling it wrong and it's and like David said it's across the board. You know, it's it's that's so getting kind of they're using crazy. they're using a screwdriver to, to to hammer in a nail. Yeah. So okay. So let's just go ahead and get into the VAR controversy. So I will say my piece. I was all about VAR. I really was. In theory, VAR is was supposed to be a good thing, and many people still believe it, it is. In theory, it was supposed to correct the mistakes of human error. Which is inevitable. I cannot fault a referee for getting some calls incorrectly. I mean, it's it's just naive to believe that a ref is going to have a perfect game. Um, it can happen, and I've seen it happen. I've seen refs call a really good game. Um, the, the best games are when you don't notice that the ref is even there. Um, and I've seen games like that. I've seen plenty of them. But there is that human error element in it that is just inevitable. It's going to happen. And VAR was supposed to fix that. In theory, VAR was supposed to be fair. VAR was supposed to be just. Correct the injustices. 
if you're a Galaxy fan, it is doing the exact opposite. Now, I don't remember who asked, but someone asked us how many times has VAR actually screwed us over. Now, I don't know the number to that. Um, I will refer that to uh, Josh Gessman, who uh, has probably more access and time to that type of a research. But I can all but guarantee you, from last season to now, I can all but guarantee the times that have, that it's helped us, I can count in one hand. And I'll have fingers left over. And I can't remember an instance that I can actually remember, like, yeah, if it wasn't for that, we would have lost that game, or we would have not won that game. I can't remember. Probably because it didn't happen. Or it wasn't memorable enough to happen. It was probably some obscure call that's just like, yeah, whatever. But I can recall the countless amount of times that it screwed us over. Well, let's let's be honest. Let's be honest here. In the grand scheme of things, in, in looking back at the history of MLS, before VAR was introduced, the Galaxy got a lot of calls. The Gal- they, they got a lot of shit went the Galaxy's way. Right. And, and, and this maybe this is us paying for our sins. No... Here's the thing, though. It's not just that if this happened before VAR, hey, that Alessandrini goal would have counted. Hey, that Zlatan goal would have counted. You know, it, it, it it's not about that. Because it almost seems that what you said, you know what, maybe we're paying for our sins. So am I supposed to take that personally? Because it almost seems like the Galaxy scored. Review it. Review it. I, I don't care. Just review it. Okay, but the other team scored. Uh, it, it, it looks like it's offside. No, we're good. No, but it really does look like you should probably... No, no, no. We're good. We're not reviewing it. It's a goal. Because that's what it seems like. The times that you're supposed to be reviewing it, you're not. The call probably would have been overturned. And the time that you're not supposed to be looking at, you're looking at it. And because, again, there's a human element, one person may see offside, another person may see onside. There's still that, you know, the, the human eye is still prone to, uh, to mistakes. So even with VAR, you know, it, it is still a matter of opinion. Uh, a handball in the box? Well, there's supposed to be intent. Well, how do you, how do you judge intent? That, that's, a, that's an opinion call. That's a judgment call yeah, on the ref. Yeah. So there are a lot of opinion-based but, things that um, still rely on VAR, but it's supposed to eliminate or at least... It's supposed to at least give the illusion that we're going to try to be as fair as possible. Yeah. But what's the point of having it if you're not going to use it correctly? Right. Just throw it out. Right. Just throw it out. No. If your ego is too big, like, no, 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 I made the correct call. I'm not going to go to VAR. Then what the fuck are you well, having? Why have it in the first place? Well, what's been the knock on, on MLS refs, you know, the, the entire existence of the league? It's like, yeah, they make mistakes. Yeah, they, they, they usually make more mistakes than uh, refs in, in other of the elite leagues in the world, um, the big knock on them has always been inconsistency. If you're going to call this, you got to call that. You, if you're going to call it this way, you got to call it this way. And the introduction of VAR was supposed to, I don't know why people thought it was supposed to correct those things, but it turns out that they're just using that inconsistently too. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, it is what it is. You, the, 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 uh, all all I, you I, can do, all you can do, really is 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 complain. As us as fans, you can complain about it. Nobody is ever going to be held accountable for this. The, the, Pro referees are still going to get assigned games. They're still going to get. They're still going to get. You know, uh, have the tool um, to use in in MLS. I don't think there is a 
accountability here. I think that is a major, major problem. And I understand that MLS has had a refereeing problem. They, they, you know, fans of the league and even critics of the league will point to the referees, among other things, as like one of the worst in the world. However, you can go to, to England and, and you can find thousands of people that believe that EPL have, have the worst refs in the world. You can go to Germany and believe that the German league has the worst refs in the world. Every league, every fan of leagues will believe that they have the worst referees in the world. Uh, so MLS is no different, or MLS fans are no different in that regard. Um, but the incompetence of some of these refs are beyond... I mean, it's just unimaginable that some of these guys still have jobs, and there is no accountability. It's not like, dude, you fucked up. Like, we're going to suspend you, or you do this again, you're probably going to be not allowed to be called the game ever again. This is not the first fuck-up you've had. Because you know what happens when a center re- referee fucks up? He gets assigned to the VAR. <laughs> to the VAR <laughs> room. It's just... It, it's it's <laughs> so bad. It, it, it's, it really is embarrassing um, because there should this should be addressed. And, you know, I know that it's not just the fans that are frustrated. Let's just go ahead and get into it. I mean, the players are just as frustrated when they're... I mean, they can't even signal, dude, go to the... Go to the video. I yeah, know for no, a fact that this is it. not. They can't do it because they're going to get a card. So they're not. It's, yeah, it's like, I hear that, but I see them do it. No, yeah, I hear they that, do but it. I see they them do, do that all the time. Yeah. All the damn time. I mean, I, you you got to figure that's what they're saying. Or they're, I mean, they may not. I've seen them make the box right. with their fingers. <laughs> no, no, they, they do. And, I've and, seen and, them point at the screen. Dude, they do. <laughs> and, you know, and, and the fact that, you know, the. Uh, I'm sure it goes down the line. Some players agree with this. Some players don't. I think Siggy even said, you know, I was a fan of VAR. It's kind of hard to be a fan of VAR now. Um, and Bobby, I agree with you. I was always a fan. I, I, I think it's bullshit now. I think after this game. Well, I, 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 also, I, also, I also think it's still new. We're still doing it in the first year. There, things need to be kinked out. They need to fix stuff. They, it's, it's new. Like, dude, we're, not, we're, we're like, it's, it's absolutely new. And it, it's, it, we're, not, we're, not, we're not going back. It's not going back. It's it's I, a it, for me. It's a it's a botched launch. It's like when a, a company releases a piece of software, um, and they're like, "Here, here's our new thing. We're 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 gonna make this. You know, that we're re- revamping the whole thing." And then people who have used it say, "Oh, well, it's missing this, and it's missing that, and it doesn't have this." And then the company eventually, it, they eventually get there. They eventually patch that software to get it to where it needs to be, but the damage is already done. The reputation is already is already you know it's gonna take a lot for VAR. But here's the thing: to regain its reputation, the the idea of VAR is good. What it was supposed to do, in theory, is good. The way yeah. it's being implemented, the way it is being used or not being used, that's the problem. And you know what? Well, yeah, it could but be that's what a- I'm saying after. After a while, there's going to be corrections, and that's when yeah. the product, which is not a product, but I, but going through the analogy, going through the the product will get better throughout the years. Well, here's they'll be continually trying to go. Yeah, they'll learn from the mistakes. They'll, they'll improve. the 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 key thing here is training, training the ref, training the referees, and accountability, like you said. Yeah, well, the accountability is not there, but yeah, at least for for in MLS, maybe if this is this is happening. At the World Cup on the FIFA level, maybe there's accountability there. So that's but, what I was gonna say. I go 
yeah, I think this coming. summer, this summer you're going to see, is it MLS or is it the, the actual system? Because VAR is going to be used at the World Cup. Yeah. So yep. the entire world is going to be watching this. And when there is a VAR decision, it is now on a world stage. We'll see if it's being used properly. We'll see Man, if it's if it's in the uh, playoffs. I mean, wh- wherever it doesn't matter if it's no. A, I'm just a, saying how hardcore it's gonna be. Like you know, it's, yeah, it's, the, people it's, are gonna hate it no matter what because it's gonna it's gonna right. It's gonna it's gonna be good for one and it's not gonna be good for the but, other. Right. But, but right. here's people the are gonna thing: hate can, it no matter what. But here's the thing: you can be upset that yeah. a call or a goal was disallowed because VAR showed that the guy was offside. You can yeah, be like upset the Ola Kamara goal. Like the Ola like, Kamara goal. Ola's clearly yeah. offside. Right. So it's yeah. really difficult for me to be upset. Like, okay, well, goal. you know what? If if this was two years ago, it would have been a goal. But here's the thing. If you go back and overturn it and it was a correct call, it's difficult for me to say, well, they went back and looked at it. They were being fair. Okay. I can't get mad at that. Now, if you're not looking at it at all and it screws you over, whereas, dude, you should be going to bar for this yeah, and think, you're not going to it. And that yeah, costs the ref goal, decides not to do it. Yeah. Then that's a problem. I, and I, that's happened to the galaxy and it happened to the galaxy twice. Uh, or maybe, maybe there needs to be, maybe Three there times. needs to be, and maybe there is, and you tell me if I'm wrong, but maybe the hierarchy needs to be even with both refs, the, the VAR, the guy that's continually watching the VAR monitor the entire game and the guy on the field. One of the things there needs to be a hierarchy where they're, they're equal. Yeah. So where because the, the, the center referee can always the, say no, no, right? It's yeah. My call. So yeah. the center, so the so the center referee can't be told no when the guy in the in the VAR system is telling him no, you must see it. One you of, must watch this because I disagree. One of the criticisms going before VAR, VAR was even implemented was that it stops the flow of the game. And though I understand that. And from a purist and traditionalist point of view, it's, you know, it's an argument that, you know, is somewhat valid. But as technology improves and as the game evolves, you're going to have to, um, you are also as a fan going to have to adjust to those, uh, to those changes that will inevitably be made. Um, you will resist it at first and give it some time. You'll fall in love with it. As soon as you change the, that system, you would hate it again because, again, it's a change. So it's not the status quo. So that doesn't bother me. But again, w- when you're not using it correctly, that's what, what's bothering me. And I know that this is probably unrealistic and it's not going to happen. But honestly, it's the fairest thing. If there is a goal, every scoring opportunity, every penalty call or lack of, it has to be reviewed. It has to be reviewed. It has to be mandated. It's not up to the center referee whether he wants to do it or not. It has. But to in the mandate. background, but I'm but I'm saying like in the background, like the VAR ref should be watching it while the game is going in play. Yeah. In, in college football, there is a guy up in the booth, uh, reviewing every single play. Now it's up to the other team. Like, okay, make a play quick so that they don't come back and say, no, 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 we're gonna review it. They yeah. put that into consideration. Every scoring play in college football is reviewed. Even the most obvious ones, like, yeah, you don't need to review that. It's still reviewed. Yeah. That's what needs to happen. Because at that moment, it this is a game changer. It's not like football where you're scoring every single, you know, whatever. A mm-hmm. goal is precious. One goal can be the difference between a game winner, a tie. Yeah, especially whatever. when it gets to a World Cup status. Yeah. So right. I believe that anything in the box, any penalty, any whatever, has to be reviewed even if at the end of the day oh that wasn't a penalty boom you're flagged for diving and i mean whatever it and, is and, and even like and in with with that stuff in mind like you have to you have to look at <laughs> at like uh the the thing that happened with the jet where 
the that's clearly a foul. The guy clearly fouled Legette uh, on on you know jumping up and just you know or you know undercutting him a little bit. Um, we've seen it a bunch of times where a foul happens, the ref plays the advantage, he lets the 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 play um, you know go on, and then when the ball goes out of play, he goes back, he gives a yellow card to the to the uh, yeah. the, the person who fouled you know right. who made the foul right. That's that's an easy thing to do for the ref, the, for the the VAR ref, because he can be looking at that and then going down to the refer to the referee and say, "Hey, that was a foul back there, or there needs to be a caution had right there." You know, like situations like that. But that's I mean, not I know a that's not a, VAR. I understand that, but that's where it needs to to improve. That's where it needs yeah, to change. The parameters, the like- parameters need to change. It just it can't only be of clear and obvious errors. It has to be like you were saying. It has to be. Every single thing that happens, and, and, and I think it's, but you know what gets, you know what's going to go a long way toward helping it get there is better camera angles. Like we need to have yes, bar specific cameras because if you go back and you look at the and you look at the the camera angles that you have on the handball called by Romney, which hit him in the back, there's not a good quality image of that. Yet it's yeah. clear that it didn't hit him in the arm. Even without the, the the picture perfect, you know, crisp quality, you yeah. can tell that it I does mean, not hit these, anywhere in uh, in the arm vicinity. It was in his back. Aren't these cameras 4K? Well, aren't they aren't they at least recording no, or shooting these in 4K? Because well, when well, they that has to do with motion and speed. But again, it's zoomed in. But what difference does it make that you have all this technology, but you don't review it? That call wasn't reviewed. A penalty call in the 80 some minute. In a tie a, game, a decider, a decider. When the Galaxy, by the way, had all the momentum, you call a penalty. And for the record, I was sitting on the south side of the of the stadium, so actually I was on the opposite end of that penalty kick. So from my angle, I thought it was a handball, and I think the majority of the stadium believed it because there wasn't this groan, there wasn't like a an uproar that they call the penalty. It was actually pretty like. I think people saw it. They saw a deflection. Yeah, we saw the well, arm. We saw up. Romney's. We saw arms Romney's up. up. So I. So even my myself, I thought, okay, it was a penalty. And even everyone around me was like, yeah, hit his arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Goal was scored. Like, okay, what can we do? Like, it sucks, but that was it. And then a couple minutes later, all the all the videos on Twitter came in, and I'm like, holy shit, this was not uh, this was not at all yeah. a handball. But the whole time, it's like, well. Isn't there someone in the booth that should be looking at this and saying, "Hey, you know what? You might want to take a look at this." And if yeah. the center ref- and the center referee says, saying. "No, I saw what I saw." No, that's bullshit. Like, take a look. If someone's telling you you need to take a look at this, right. you need to take a look at this. Right. Yeah, we said that like like over so, ten minutes so, ago. So, so there's no point in having all this great technology if you're not going to use it. Right. What's well, the point? That's the thing. It's going to get better. That's the thing. They're going to implement better. Like what David is saying, the cameras, I'm pretty sure they're going to implement cameras like they do on the, on the, on the posts, on the goal lines. I'm pretty sure going to do that in the future. I know very futuristic, but there's going to probably be scanners on the sidelines. There's going to be like cameras and but, shit. Like the players mm-hmm. need to wear like body suits so that when they hit their hand, the, the ball <laughs> glows red or something, you know, <laughs> ding, no. ding, 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 ding. well let's let's get into post game because post game for me more interesting than the game itself no the game was a good game if you're (laughs) no no no, i i agree it was a good game it was a good game i I think Mm -hmm. that the galaxy didn't you know when we looked at it when we when we uh 
when preview game, I think we we figured that the Galaxy was probably not was going to be overmatched here. But much like the um, much like the Atlanta game, they held on and they and they they did well and they actually did they played up to their opponent. But they didn't just hold on for for a majority of the second half. They outplayed mm-hmm. New York. They had all the momentum after the second goal was scored. Actually, after the third goal was scored, we actually deserved that scoreline because we were pressing just as much as New York. We yeah. just happened to, you know, to finish it. We finished two goals. Actually, we, we finished, finished three. We finished four, two of which weren't counted. One, which should have counted, that should have been the game winner right there. Three to two. A perfectly... Even uh, if everything else plays out the same, it's it's a draw. It's a draw. It's a 3-3 three, three draw. And I win the fucking week. <laughs> and, and, but the, the thing is, is that... What, what upset me about the Galaxy, I mean, I, I love that they respond. I love that they react. I love that they fight back. And they weren't just hanging on. They didn't quote-unquote hang on the way they did Atlanta. No. They straight up, they were even with New York. What upsets me is, why do you have to wait to get scored on before you win? Yeah. Why do you have to go down 2-0 before, okay, let's start playing. Let's, yeah. let, let, let's, uh, let's put the... Uh, Let's go ahead and uh, put our foot to the gas here. Why not do that for 90 minutes? Right, and that's what Zlatan is talking about. Zlatan has said that said that in the last post game. He said we wait, and when we're chasing the game, we're already losing. We're already lost. He's mm-hmm. he said that, in, in and he said it in this post game too. He said, you know, we we wait until we get scored on, and then when we we have to chase a game, it's a, we can't play the way that we were meant to play. 90 minutes. I, I've said this. We've seen spurts of brilliance in this team and you saw a good portion of that in the second half against new york you saw a good portion of that against kansas city you saw very little bits here and there against atlanta but the, the fact of the matter is is that as of late it's almost like you're spotting the opponent an entire half before you get into into gear in the second half like i get that you're making your adjustments and i love that you're reacting and i love that you're not giving up but why spot an opponent an entire 45 minutes before you decide, hey, let's play this game? Right. And, right. and, and it's frustrating. And, you know, if the Galaxy ever decide to play a full 90 minutes, I honestly believe that we can hang with the Atlantas. We can hang with the NYCs. Um, I'm not saying that we're going to blow them mm. out, but I do feel that we could be more competitive than what we saw against, say, an Atlanta or, or NYC. Because it, even in the second half in Atlanta, we started getting more possession. Yeah. Uh, again, it was the counters. Uh, we started going a little bit forward. Just nobody was shooting the ball. So mm. I, I do feel that if we're playing a full 90 minutes, this team can be very, very dangerous. It's just it, they, they cannot complete a full game. They, they come in spurts, but they come in the second half. And it's that one counter that they allow, well... That's what hurts you. Yeah. And it, and it's, you know, among one of the frustrating things about this team so far. But again, it, it was a tough schedule in April. Hopefully, better days are coming. Better weeks are coming. The schedule does reflect an easier, um, easier matches. These are the games that you need results in. These are the games that are winnable. These are the games that you don't come in there and saying, yeah, we don't really have too much of a chance here. Every single one of these matches in May, you have a shot. You have a legitimate yeah, shot. I think that, uh, I think going to Houston, um, you know, the, the, the climate aside, 
Um, this is going to be the first time that that Zlatan is is being put into a, a humid climate, um, and and some maybe even some of the other guys, Shelvik and and um, and you know I don't know I'm sure Kitchen will be fine, um, but they're a lot like Chicago. They're they're the they're at our level. Houston is at our level right now, so I think that that this is a, a you know more of an even game in that the galaxy can take points who's who's underperforming more houston or the galaxy houston the galaxy the galaxy have zlatan any team with zlatan on it they're underperforming (laughs) any team that's not on it and that that isn't winning every week that's underperforming that's that comes with the territory of signing a guy like that if you had a guy or if you had zlatan in Turn awful's 2017 team, would they be underperforming? It's impossible to say, because the one thing about Kurt Knopfel's Galaxy, you literally team is just that said he had no forwards. You literally just said <laughs> any team that has Lapan on it is underperforming. So, but I, we don't know. We don't know what those results would be. Okay, if, assuming the results assuming are the same, yes, of course they would be underperforming. Yes, absolutely. Okay, you but, put David Villa on a team and they're not winning; they're underperforming. Okay. You put Joe Vinkel on a team and they're not winning, they're underperforming. So guy he's it. saying the opposite of what he just said. What? <laughs> what? You just disagreed with your first statement. No, I said the, they are underperforming. You're, you just said no team. I said the galaxy is, is not underperforming, and now you're saying that they are. No, 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 no. no that's no, not what no, I said. That's not what he said. Yeah. No, he asked, he asked me if Houston is underperforming a Galaxy, or who's underperforming more, Houston or the Galaxy, and yes. I said the Galaxy because they have Zlatan. Yeah. And so he said, if if Anolfo's team had Zlatan, would they be underperforming? And I said, okay. go back and listen. I, 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 I followed. I follow already. All right, all right, all right. Um, I, before, you know, like I said, we're going to play Houston. I think that we have a shot in this game. I want to go back a little bit. I want to talk about the post-game comments of, of the LA Red Bull match. Because um, they were fun. Lewis, you posted Bingham's quote um, of uh, one of his quotes. One of his quotes. Um, but here's the thing: Bingham made his quotes. Everybody by now listening to this should know what they are. Um, fuck far. Essentially, fuck far. The refs are incompetent. Um, I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Um, but more importantly, as he's walking to the media scrum, uh, Bingham turns turns around and uh, Ashley Cole shouts at him and says, or, or Bingham says, Hey Ash, you going to help me out? Uh, and Ashley Cole says, yeah, I'll pay your fines. Three things here. Three thoughts I have on this. My three thoughts. First, yeah. My three thoughts. First off, through my eyes. First of all, on my notepad, <laughs> props to Ashley Cole. That is what a good captain does. He has his guys back. He said, I don't care. I'll take care of it. You do what you, you want to do. I got you, dude. Um, second thing. I agree 100%. The guy fell on a grenade for one of his soldiers. Exactly. That's exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And bravo to you, Ashley Cole. Um, as a matter of fact, what happened is Bingham went out there and says, hey, I'm going to go jump on the grenade. And, and Cole said, no, no, toss it over here. I got it. Whatever it is. Um, second thing. Bingham. When we signed him from San Jose, a lot of people questioned the move. 
Um, a lot of people didn't like the fact that he was from San Jose, myself included. I was a little apprehensive. And I even said that it would take something that it would take something for it, it to win me over. This was it. The guys performed well for the galaxy. The guys won me over. This is this is this obviously he cares deeply about winning. I mean, he's a professional athlete. He he cares. This is this is the thing. This is this is what has cemented David Bingham as my galaxy goalkeeper. I um I can see why you're why you would feel that way. I personally just don't have a choice. He is the galaxy goalkeeper, whether I liked it or not. <laughs> uh, he was there mm-hmm. in the preseason. I had to accept it. Uh, he didn't have to do anything for me to prove it. It literally it is what it is. Um, it doesn't really matter where you came from. Landon Donovan came from San Jose. Uh, doesn't matter. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Um, Alan Gordon Donovan, yeah. came from San Jose. I it thought he was, he was born the in the Galaxy cocoon. Right? He was with the Galaxy. He galaxy. was with the Galaxy, but then he went to San Jose and he came back to the Galaxy. Yeah. I mean, people would, I mean, even just be pissed off at that. Well, he's a West Coast surfer, man. Come yeah. on. So, you know, and, and people always say like, oh, you have to do one thing. Look, just play well. All you have to do is play well and you're one of us. And, and, and you'll be in their good graces. And up to this point, considering the, the, the back line that he has in front of him, I think Bingham has performed well. Has he made his mistakes? Yes. But he's had his games where he stood on his head. The Chicago game. Yeah. The Atlanta game. Mm-hmm. Um, he made excellent saves in this game. Um, the only <laughs> criticism I'll put is that on that first goal, um, Shelvick stops because I think he expected Bingham to come out and get it. He didn't. Uh, or Bingham was a little slow to react to it. But, I mean, he made some spectacular saves as well. So Yeah, I wasn't sure who to blame on that first goal. I'm not sure if it was Shelvick or if it was Bingham, to be honest. Um, either way, uh, third thing, this is a sign that this team is together. They're one team. Um, you guys have to remember the locker room was in complete shambles last year. And the fact that these guys are over here having each other's back and making it public. That's the thing. They knew full well, this was going to get picked up and reported that they're like, Hey, I'm going to get fined. I got you, dude. They knew full well what they were doing. They could have done it in the locker room behind closed doors when nobody heard. They chose to make a show of it. And that, to me, says this team is together. Again, I agree. And I said it earlier. Uh, the difference between this team and last year's team is locker room. There's chemistry. Or at least from personalities, there's chemistry. Uh, there are obviously some on-field chemistry issues that need to be resolved. Um, different formations every week doesn't doesn't help. A different lineup every week doesn't help. But as far as the guys wanting to play together and for each other, it, it's definitely there. Yeah, I think Cole, um, Cole is a big part of that, being the captain. I think Kitchen is actually uh, a, a guy who's who's been a captain at over at Hearts, and he knows um, he he takes that leadership role uh, to, to some degree, and and even he said like, hey. We have a good team here, you know. He, he doesn't. He's not saying like, dude, we're ridden by injuries. Uh, you know, he's not. He obviously he wasn't there for the 2017 season, but he's saying, look, we, we got a good team here. We just got to put it together. Yeah, but we got it, and I believe him, and I still have that hope. I I, I mean, 
we've said our our pieces on paper teams that they don't win championships. I, I honestly feel that this team is built for maybe not MLS Cup, but I still feel that they can be competitors in the playoffs. If you peak at the right time, you could do something special. Yeah. Whereas last year, if you were thinking that, that was a pipe dream. You they were just, hoping to squeak into the playoffs. They just have to wait for those. In. They just have to wait for everything to align. I think that right now, I mean, if you're waiting for this team to get healthy, yeah, let's just not go there. Um, <laughs> no, but, let, but, let, but if let, you are waiting for, you know, these little breaks to go your way, and it will happen. I mean, you know, laws of probability say that eventually the, those those scales will tip. It, it'll balance out. Some of those results will go your way. Some of those calls will go your way. The luck factor will be in your pocket once again. And I think that the Galaxy can can make a run. I, I still stand by what I said. May and June, we have a favorable schedule. I think that we can pull off quite a run, get some momentum going. Um and, uh, you know, right the wrongs that have been um, plaguing well, us this entire month of April. Well, we need to because the thing I worry about is that how much you guys are doubling down on this uh, this, this uh, romanticism of the, the locker room being in, in such perfect harmony. Because if we don't get any wins and we continue to keep not receiving wins... There's going to be frustration mounting in that locker room, and things is going to change. So I want to be very level-headed and just be in step in have a few steps back, um, and not be so gushy gushy about just guys what how they should be playing together. Well, we know that Zlatan is frustrated. Uh, sure, but you know that's going to that mount not we, just him, but it's going to mount if it continues. We know that Kamara is frustrated. He said it. We know that Alessandrini is frustrated. He shows it. Oh, yeah. Big time. We know that Cole is frustrated. He also shows it. So Mm -hmm. there is frustration. Uh, We know Siggy's frustrated. He has said it. We know that there's frustration in this team. But the team hasn't broken. And yes, you put it. We're not far along the line, Lewis. But last season, we were already broken. (laughs) Yeah, by this time last last season, we were broken. By this time last season, we were broken. Because that was a very different thing, too. A completely different thing was happening. Different coach, different... Every every single thing was very different. Which is what I said, that there are parallels uh, to... There's parallels on... There's parallels on stats. And parallels of how how, how the results are still stacking. But we talk about the injuries and the bad calls and and the games that didn't go our way. There's a lot of parallels there, but... What I said, the, the difference, th- this team hasn't broken yet, and they, and they don't. The attitude yeah, attitude is the difference. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, but and like they I don't said, we are not to... far down 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 that line yet. That's what I'm just trying to say. Yeah, well, because that team last year was not. The, of course, it was not the same. It's not. It's not the same kind of team, and the motivation and and role models and everything. Just everything is not the same. But well, still, we are. We are. One thing that was. Well. One thing that it does seem similar. We're facing a, a long term injury. Um, Rolf Felcher out what two to three months with a torn pectoral, four months, four months with a torn pectoral oh. muscle in his chest uh, from from falling on a ball in in training. Um, this is a guy who does a lot of yoga. Um, so to have this injury seems kind of odd for me. Um, Freak but accident. Lewis Lewis said last week that he posted a picture on his Instagram of his arm in a sling. 
And then when we looked during the show, there was no trace to be found. There was nothing from the galaxy. And it wasn't until I think it was Kevin Baxter. Um, it's always Kevin Baxter. It's always K. It's always K. <laughs> he, he hits. He he drops those those Baxter bombs. Um, he asked uh, uh, Chris Klein, and Chris Klein basically said, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know what the timeline for Felcher is." So, again, the galaxy is 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 hiding things from us, just like they hid the Olukamara. Um, injury from us. Ola Kamara came out and said it, and I'm sure he wasn't supposed to say that that he was he wasn't completely healthy. Um, I I do want to I do want to say one thing about um, Zlatan and and his uh, quote from last week. He said uh, they were shit, and sometimes shit happens. Galaxy redacted that. They uh, they did not include that in the uh, post game pochi. Um, this week, thankfully, they did not redact anything because he gave another great uh, post-game uh, comment. The only the one that I did pick up on was uh, in reference to the VAR controversy, the referee performance. He says, uh, "I don't want to give excuses for the yellow people on the field. They have to take responsibility." So, so I actually love that quote for a couple reasons. Number one, I hate. Um, blaming a loss on the refs. I really do. Um, even if you can argue that the, the penalty was not a penalty and it was the game uh, the game decider and the ref cost us the game. The ref didn't allow two counterattacks. You don't allow those two counterattacks, you still win 2-0. I hate not taking responsibility for some of the mistakes that the team has done. So I do like that quote. And I, I, I hate I, I Honestly, as horrendous as the officiating was in this game, I never once said that the ref cost us. Because we made our... The, the team made their fair share of mistakes that you cannot blame the ref for. And yes, he did screw us out of a goal and screwed us uh, on the penalty. I still feel that the team has to take responsibility. You got to take that out of the ref's hands. So if, when that, if that's the case, uh, I love that Zlatan quote. Take responsibility for yourself. Improve yourself. Get better. Because the better teams, they don't rely on the ref. Right. And, you know, the Galaxy, in, in that spirit, they are trying to get better. Um, with the Rolf Felcher injury in mind, um, the rumor is that the Galaxy is looking to add Ignacio Abate from Milan. Um, now the transfer window closes in about two hours. I think it's done. Uh, at mi- midnight tonight. Done. On the west coast. That was east coast. Oh, maybe it's on the east coast. Um, nothing happened. Nothing actually, happened. I, actually, I thought the deadline was already passed, even when we started recording. Whatever. No. Nothing happened. Um, they potentially are looking to add him in the summer. Another uh, a right back. Um, maybe they'll get him on loan. Um, because I, I think his contract ends when the season's over, and well, the season's over in about three weeks, so he could very well just come over after that. Uh, more than likely, he'll come during the World Cup. Here's a guy who's a 31 year old who's actually lost some of his playing time because uh, you know, 31 year old defender, and uh, there was a lot of competition. 
uh, on that team for uh, uh, playing time. So his playing minutes went down. So I don't think fatigue would be too much of a factor. Um, if he were to come right after uh, the uh, Serie A season or the European season is done. And it's a good thing because if they're getting this guy, they need him now. They don't need him in July or August. They need him now because we are down a right, a right back. Now, obviously, you want to replace him or you want to replace Felcher with someone as good, if not better than him. And obviously, what this tells me is they don't have any sort of faith in Clementa, who is a right, a pure right back. They're not willing to stick him in the game. They haven't. He, he hasn't even played at all this season. So they have no faith in him. Romney, David, your man of the match, doesn't look like that is a uh, an option that they're that they want to go forward with, uh, at least for the long it's not, term. It's not a natural position. It's not a him. natural position, but yet, you know, he's serviceable. So they're going out and get this uh, thirty-one-year-old right right wing back, who, like Felcher, likes to go up. But it does seem that he actually does defend, or at least from what we're hearing, is that he does defend well. Um. Coming from Serie A and being Italian, I, I find that pretty believable that his uh, uh, defensive stature would be there. So I'm okay with this. We're, it's, in a, it's a position of need. We need it now. When you're out four months, that's half a season. Considering the fact that two months are already gone, you won't be getting him back till September. Yep. So it's not like, uh, you know, he's got to recover for a month and just got to hang on. It's, it's a Obviously, it's, it's a really good amount of time off, and you're going to have to replace some ASAP. I wonder what happens once he gets healthy. If we sign this guy, he gets healthy. What's the bench? It all depends on the player. Where do we get the international spot? Well, we buy one from New England. <laughs> simple, right? Yeah, simple. <laughs> it's MLS, come on. The I'm, sure there's a, I'm sure there's a, a I'm international sh- I'm sure allocation that, money somewhere to be to be invented. I'm sure MLS will come up with a rule that exactly. allows another international spot to bring in. Exactly. All right. Is that it? Is that all we have, guys? Yeah. The last thing. Anything? They'll add, Lewis. Two, more. They'll add two more once they sign Paco. Uh, Josh is going to kill All right, guys. David? All right, guys. Good night. Thank you so much for listening and uh, check out all of our shows. We have a lot of content coming and uh, play along with Balls and Beers, guys. Great guests, guys. Great guests. Take a listen. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. This is LA is our house episode 110. I'm saying I'm saying goodbye. This is David and Lewis. Good night. Bye. This is Bobby. Later. Thank you for listening to LA is our house. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode.